Welcome to Growing in Grace, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ. And now, here's the host of Growing in Grace, Mike Kapler and Joel Barizaki. And once again, welcome to Growing in Grace. I'm Joel, along with Mike, our weekly little chat about God's grace and how uh, it's been given to us freely. Uh, because of God's great love for us and how uh, day by day, moment by moment, we kind of live out this life as Christians, not through our own self-efforts, not through our own struggling and striving to try to get things done, but by the very life of Jesus Christ that is in us. Mike, how you doing this week? Hope uh, things are going well for you. Thanks, Joel. Good to be with you once again here on Growing in Grace. Uh, just love being able to get together like this and uh, talk about the truth of God's Word and, and hopefully share some truths that will help people as they go through their week um, growing in grace. Because as we were talking a while ago, Joel, understanding our identity in Christ is going to be the key to victory in all other areas. Now, there's lots of other topics in the Bible that we could be talking about, but if we don't understand some of the basic things of the gospel regarding our identity in Christ, the fact that we already are forgiven, it's not something we continue to seek from God, the fact that uh, we have become His righteousness, the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. All of these things that we keep focusing on from different uh, perspectives, different angles, different ways of looking at them, it's so important that we we build the foundation Mm -hmm. because otherwise you're going to start skipping around in the Scripture and uh, you're going to get offline. You're going to get further off the mark. Uh, you're aiming for a destination, and uh, our, our destination, of course, is Christ. Uh, and and uh, we have already arrived in that way, but when it comes to growing in grace and, and increasing our understanding of this tremendous gospel, it's so easy to miss the mark by not being built on the right foundation. So hopefully we, we can help uh, each other as we talk these things out. Well, you've got the right word there, foundation. Uh, the essence of the Christian life, you know, uh, we can, it's easy to open up our Bibles. I mean, and this is really what I used to do as a Christian, especially when I was kind of new in, in my Christian walk. I would open up the Bible and look for all the things that I'm supposed to do as a Christian. You know, I'm a Christian now, so let's check out all the things that I'm supposed to do. And doing became my foundation. It, it, the Christian life became all about what are the works that I'm supposed to do? Uh, how am I supposed to do it? And, uh, oh, yeah, sure, there's power. That's right. We find out that God's grace is working in us, and that's the power. But mostly, what am I supposed to do? And uh, when we build our lives upon that type of foundation, like you're saying, we get offline. We, get, we can get way, way off of the mark because the foundation, as you started to say there, Mike, is our identity in Christ. We've become a new creation in Christ Jesus. And uh, before coming to Christ, we were dead in sin. In Christ, once Christ has become our life by uh, simply us believing, by simply trusting in the gospel, then we receive a brand new life. Christ's very life, in fact, becomes deposited in us, and we become one with God. Uh, that's 1 Corinthians 6.17. Those who are joined to the Lord are one spirit with him. And so we have this new life, this new identity. And if we're not built upon that foundation, if we're not secure and solid, solidified and established and rooted in our identity in Christ, all the other stuff is just a bunch of works that you know, sometimes may work for us, sometimes may not work for us. 
But we got to know who we are in Christ, uh, the, the exchanged life that we've been given. We exchanged our old life in Adam for Christ's very life that's in us. Well, let's talk about the exchange life, Joel. I mean, as, as I was uh, uh, growing in, in the Grace Walk message, uh, righteousness by faith and that sort of thing, I, I heard a lot about the exchange life, but I, I didn't really understand for quite some time what it all meant. You know, I, I can remember being a kid and uh, having uh, an aunt, an older aunt, as I was a child, and uh, we were walking into a store, and it always stuck in my head because it sounded funny to me. It wasn't a phrase that we used in my generation, or I hadn't heard much of it anyway, but she said, I've traded with these people for a long time. She was talking about the business that she was doing business with. You know, I just always thought of going into a business and you buy stuff. Mm-hmm. And, and she said, no, I, I've traded with these people. And, and, I, and I wasn't sure what that meant. She traded. Well, that's a funny way of putting it. But what, what she was talking about was she would give them money for a service. I mean, she would give them something and, and they'd give her something. And, and it was really an exchange that took place. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what we're, we want to get into here when it comes to uh, the exchanged life. Steve McVeigh, if, if I can quote him for a second here, Joel, uh, when he was talking about the exchange life and, and the grace walk, uh, he said the, that it stresses allowing Christ to live his life through us. That's the focus. Christ's life that is in us, living through us. Then he says a careful reading of the New Testament makes it clear that we do not live the Christian life by self-effort, but by abiding or resting in Christ and allowing him to manifest his life through our own. And so it seems like a fine line to some people because the good works that we do in Christ, sometimes it's hard to see where the heart is at with this. But the difference is allowing Christ to live his life through us instead of trying to live the Christian life by self-effort. Well, like you say, the the fine line, it's something that on the surface, a lot of times, you really can't tell the difference. Like one of those fruit bowls that you see sometimes. uh, I used to have a friend when I was younger, and uh, you go over over to his house, and his mom had this fruit bowl on the table in the kitchen or or dining room, whatever it was, and... uh, you go to take a bite of, of some of the fruit, and you find out it's plastic. <laughs> it looks really good. It looks like the best fruit you would ever want to eat. But when you actually go to take a bite, you find that it's it's not real. And I think the fine line between the good works that we do through our own fleshly efforts and the good works that are actually done as a result of the life of Christ in us. thats I mean, that's a big difference. It's the difference between a kind of real fruit that's produced by the Holy Spirit, the fruit of the Spirit, and fruit that kind of looks good, but really is the result of, of our own fleshly efforts. In essence, it's self-righteousness. It's the difference between God's righteousness at work in us and self-righteousness. You know, a lot of times people think of self-righteousness as being holier than thou. But in essence, self-righteousness simply means relying upon your own righteousness. Many people come to Christ knowing that it's not their own righteousness that saves them. They come to Christ knowing that it they need something else other than their own righteousness. And so they trust in God and in his righteousness. But then uh, the rest of their Christian life becomes a matter of trying to do it all by themselves. And, and so that's that, there's a big difference there between continuing on in the Spirit once we've been saved by grace and, and, and through the life of the Spirit that's in us and trying to work it all out on our own. Well, yeah, and so what really appears to be a fine line really isn't such a fine line after all. There, There is a huge difference between 
allowing, uh, abiding in Christ and allowing his life to flow through us and, and manifest itself that way than to try to attain to righteousness or, or even, even reach out to others through our own self-effort. Uh, the intent may be good, but when you're wallowing around in self-effort as opposed to just resting in Christ, there's, there, there is a really big difference because self-effort will, will never satisfy. It will always leave you feeling frustrated and, and uh, your attempt to try to get whatever it is you're trying to get out of that self-effort is not going to be a good foundation to build on. Galatians 2.20, Joel. I have been crucified with Christ, Paul said. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. I don't even live anymore. I died at the cross with Christ. We can't take credit for anything. And, and that's what I think frustrates me a little bit sometimes with the religious world is because sometimes you, you, know, the, <laughs> you know the people, the self-righteous bunch out there that sometimes just sort of looks at you cross-eyed because you're not doing all the right things. You're not acting like a Christian. You're not living like a Christian. Uh, and, and all of this, and, and, and it's all built on the foundation of self-effort and externals and even a legalistic foundation rather than, than one by faith. And it frustrates me a little bit sometimes because uh, ultimately the focus comes off of Christ and back on to us again. And, and as if uh, the responsibility of reaching out to the world didn't belong to Jesus but belongs to us. Now we do have responsibilities. I know Jesus told us to, to go and, and, and preach the gospel and and to, to heal the sick and raise the dead and, and, and go do that. But, but we need to be able to do it in a way that doesn't uh, produce our own fruit. It just It's Christ and, and Him, uh, us abiding in the vine and uh, Christ living His life through us. Yeah, because isn't all of that stuff, whether it's uh, doing miracles uh, you know, and healing people, whether it's going and, and making disciples, which is essentially a matter of teaching people about Christ and, and who they are in Christ so that they can grow into maturity and in the life that they've received in, in Christ Jesus and whatever else comes out of living the Christian life, you know, Christ living his life in and through us, isn't it all a matter of God at work in us? All over the New Testament you see things like we are God's workmanship. We're his workmanship. We're not our own. He's the potter. We're the clay. You know, we're clay in his hands, and he works in and through us as he pleases. And we simply get to go along for the ride, and we get to enjoy the process of him making beautiful pottery and uh, producing fruit. In fact, speaking of fruit, you know, we're the, we're the branches of the vine, you know, with Jesus being the vine. I'm kind of combining several different New Testament scriptures together here, but as with the picture of Christ being the vine, all the life is in the vine. And as the branch, we simply rest in the vine. Through that, the fruit of the Spirit, the fruit that is produced from the life of the vine, comes through us. We bear the fruit. We don't produce it ourselves. We simply let the the, the life of the vine flow in and through us, and, and the fruit comes out naturally. It's something that we can't force. It's something that we can't produce in and of ourselves at all. Otherwise, uh, it ends up being fake. It ends up being plastic. It ends up being unripe. And really, what we're talking about here, the exchanged life, again, just to kind of summarize here with just about a minute to go here, it's God's life that's at work in us because we died. Like you were saying, Mike, we were crucified with Christ. We were put up on the cross with him and we died. Spiritually speaking, because we were dead in sins, we, we died. 
then when Christ was raised again, we were raised together with him. You'll find that all throughout the New Testament. We were raised together with Christ. We have a new life. So we exchanged the old life. We did that trade uh, and exchanged the old life for, for a brand new life. And that's the life that we're living out of now. Well, Jesus said in John 14, it's the Father who does the works. In, not, not us. The Father who dwells in me, Jesus said, he does the works. So you see, we can't really, in reality, we, we can't even take credit for the works mm-hmm. because it's his life in us to begin with and it's his life that should be moving through us, producing the good works, not our own self-effort. And there are people who are still trying to establish their own righteousness through that self-effort of good works. They may have the right intentions, but in the end, it's just not the proper foundation on which the gospel should be built in our lives. Mm-hmm. And, and that's a key thing, just the fact that it was, even in the life of Jesus, when he was walking as a man on the earth, he said it wasn't even his own works that he was doing. It was, like you're saying there, Mike, it was the work that the Father was doing in and through him. And in the same way, that's how we live our life in Christ. Not trusting in our own works, not trying to produce them on ourselves, uh, on our own, but trusting in the work of the Father, uh, working in and through us to produce his fruit. Well, hey, we got to wrap it up for this one, Mike. Uh, been great talking with you about uh, the exchange life here and i'm sure we'll talk more about this uh, in the future and for all our listeners we do appreciate you being with us you can check out more about us at graceroots.org and we hope you'll be with us again next time for more talk about growing in grace You've been listening to Growing in Grace with Mike Kapler and Joel Baruzaki, a weekly program featuring informal conversation to help with growth in understanding the gospel and to live in the freedom that comes through Jesus Christ.